Welcome to Scientific American Mind, the magazine about thought, ideas, and brain science. We have six fascinating articles for you in this special issue. You'll hear about exciting new advances in the early detection of autism. You'll find out how people can be trained to recover their lost sense of smell. And you'll learn about the special language skills that set humans apart from their fellow animals. But first we have a special report. Three articles that examine how the body speaks. First, it's Gestures Offer Insight. Ipke Waksmith writes that hand and arm movements do much more than accent words. They provide context for understanding. Our body movements always convey something about us to other people. The body speaks whether we're sitting or standing, talking or just listening. On a blind date, how the two individuals position themselves tells a great deal about how the evening will unfold. Is she leaning into him or away? Is his smile genuine or forced? The same is true of gestures. Almost always involuntary, they tip us off to love, hate, humility, and deceit. Yet for years, scientists spend surprisingly little time studying them because the researchers presumed that hand and arm movements were mere byproducts of verbal communication. That view changed during the 1990s, in part because of the influential work of psycholinguist David McNeil at the University of Chicago. For him, gestures are windows into thought processes. McNeil's work, and numerous studies since then, has shown that the body can underscore undermine, or even contradict what a person says. Experts increasingly agree that gestures and speech spring from a common cognitive process to become inextricably interwoven. Understanding the relationship is crucial to understanding how people communicate overall. The Visual Information Channel most of us would find it difficult and uncomfortable to converse for any extended period without using our hands and arms. Gestures play a role whenever we attempt to explain something. At the very least, such motions are co-verbal. They accompany our speech, conveying information that is hard to get across with words. Hand movements can display complex spatial relations, directions, the shape of objects. They enable us to draw maps in the air that tell a puzzled motorist how to reach the turnpike. People who do not gesture rob themselves and their listeners of an important informational channel. Neurological findings on individuals with communication disorders also demonstrate a fundamental connection between speech and gestures. Brain damage that leads to the loss of mobility in limbs can compromise verbal communication. Patients with aphasia, who do not have the ability to speak or to understand speech, also find it difficult to gesture or understand signs by others. These cases and others suggest that gestures are controlled by the very brain regions responsible for speech. The interpretations of sounds and movements are closely related for the listener as well. For years, the link could be demonstrated only indirectly by asking test subjects what information they gleaned from others who were speaking and gesticulating. Recent brain research has provided much better insight. For example, neuroscientist Spencer Kelly of Colgate University has studied gestures with the help of event-related potentials.